Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we have a very special guest here who is a dynamic piece of our team here at Peterman, and I cannot wait for him to share his story. And uh, it's it's really um, inspiring, and it's been a lot of fun to watch here over what's been really less than less than a year ish. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the podcast Josh Bevers. Welcome, Josh. Hey, Chad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Josh, give us a little bit of uh, insight into what you've done throughout your career um, leading up to uh, leading up to now. Absolutely. So, I've always been the uh, the jack of all trades, master of none. A lot of sales background, um, everything from roofing sales, car sales. I've got a real estate license. I did pesticide work. I've got my pesticide license. And when I when I got to Peterman. I didn't really know what to expect. I was, you know, when we sat down in that interview, I told you I was looking for a career. Um, and you guys kind of explained the dynamic of Peterman to me. And I, I came in as a uh, uh, inside sales solutions coordinator, not really knowing what to expect, hadn't really done phone sales before um, and jumped into Nexstar and training. And all of a sudden I was home. And then a position opened up for a drain specialist, you know, getting out into the field and under Steve's guidance and uh, just continuing to learn, hit the ground running there. And, you know, everybody within Peterman has just kind of helped fuel my growth and just continued to pour gasoline on this, uh, this fire so that I could continue to grow. It's, it's not about what one individual can do. It's what about the, what the whole team can do, which has just been absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. If there's one thing about you, Josh, that uh, I've always noticed and, and always admired, uh, it's your willingness to learn, uh, willingness to kind of put yourself out there. Where do you think that comes from? So in my past, and I won't dive too deep, you know, I've, I've failed a lot. Um, and I had a, uh, a mentor tell me once that we, you know, we fail forward. And the only time we really fail is when we stop trying. Um, and so that's kind of been the guiding, the guiding light. And for me, especially here at Peterman, it's just, it's the culture. I want to learn as much as I can about the trades, as much as I can about, you know, everything Peterman, everything sewer sales, everything within, within Nexstar. But more than anything, it's just, it's just my faith. It, it all comes back to, for me, just, just helping others. Um, I want to be able to give back, whether that's to my customers uh, two other employees within Peterman. Uh, that's that's the driving force for me is just being able to help everyone. I know sometimes that's an unrealistic expectation to set for myself to be able to help everybody, but that's kind of the mindset that I come from. So I don't think that that's a common thing you hear. Uh, you know, you just mentioned that by helping others, you yourself grow. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So as we all do, I have a past, and I uh, um, I've had some struggles. And one of the things that I've learned is the, the biggest way to, to grow and help and just to be able to grow yourself is to be able to help others and lead others. I'm a firm believer and you can't, you can't lead others until you learn to lead yourself. Um, and I'm in a position after five years of almost six years of rebuilding my life that I'm finally in a position to where I'm, I'm leading myself. Um, and it's allowing me to lead others and give back. I've had numerous people over the past almost six years that have just poured into me and, you know, given me whatever I've needed to, to succeed and pick up the pieces. And my, my number one goal in life, you know, both personally and professionally is to be able to give that back, whether it's, 
you know, helping someone that, you know, needs to learn something or, you know, somebody can't afford groceries at the grocery store. It doesn't matter what the, it is. If I can help, I want to be there and I want to be able to help because that's what others did for me. Yeah, that's, that's really special. Um, and, and something you said there that I, I'm a firm believer in, actually I was talking about it yesterday, is, is the, the capacity to lead ourselves. A lot of times I feel like I see people who, who want to take on a leadership role, who want to take on responsibility, but they've yet to take um, that responsibility for their own actions. Um, you know, and, and a lot of our actions and uh, they go a lot further than our words. Uh, we can say all the right things, but when it comes down to doing the right things is, is where a lot of people I feel like feel like struggle. Um, if there's one thing about you, Josh, is that you're a doer. Um, if we give you uh, something to do, you're going to you're going to um, really soak up everything that you can um, and, and try to learn. Tell us a little bit about uh, about your ability to thrive and, and kind of that discomfort when it comes to learning. Um, for me, the learning is the fun part. Um, that's, that's not the discomfort for me. Um, the discomfort is not being the expert. When I started as a solutions coordinator, I knew nothing about plumbing or sewer or anything trades related other than, you know, you flush your toilet and the water goes away. And so for me, the learning is the fun part and getting uncomfortable is where the growth really happens. I don't fear the uncomfortableness because it's only temporary. And it's, you know, I'm a firm believer in us being able to control the controllables. And the one thing that I can control or that we can all control is our knowledge. And at the end of the day, it's a matter of what you're willing to put into it that discomfort is going to be temporary. Um, it's just like when I started working out, those first two weeks were absolutely horrible. Um, and then all of a sudden I dropped 22 pounds, I didn't have headaches anymore and I felt great. All of that discomfort is just temporary. And once you change your mindset to know, you're going to continue to grow and learn. And somebody once told me that every time I peak, I hit my ceiling. And so if I continue to just go to that next level, every peak is going to be a new plateau and that growth is just going to continue. And so I'm always going to be uncomfortable, um, but it's going to be a, a controlled state of chaos, for lack of better terms, because, you know, the day that we stop learning and the day that we stop growing is the day, you know, I had a former boss tell me, once you stop learning and once you stop growing, that's the day that you need to hang it up because you've lost the drive and you've lost the passion. And so... You just, you just have to be willing to jump in and get uncomfortable so that you can get everything you want and get comfortable, Is that if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, obviously, as we just said, that, you know, that's easier said than done. Um, you know, we're all looking for comfort. Uh, think about what it was like when you woke up early this morning. You didn't want to get up. I always tell people like, they're like, why do you get up early? I'm like, well, I don't want to. My bed is comfortable. I bought it that way. Right. Um, I, I'm, you know, it's nice and cool in my room. I like being there. But it's that uh, it's that knowing that that temporary feeling of, you know, tiredness, trying to open up your eyes uh, once you get a glass of water in you um, and uh, probably a cup of, a cup or two of coffee, you're, you're ready to rock and roll. So um, what, are, what are some of those things that you're doing on a consistent basis, you seem like a very um, kind of routine driven, um, trying to find those things that put you in your optimal state. What are you doing out there right now uh, that you could share with others that may may help them? Absolutely. Yeah, structure for me is extremely important. So first and foremost, it's Insanity Max 30. 
um, is my, my go-to workout. Uh, I've tried several different things, but it's, it's short, it's 30 minutes. It kicks your butt and you know, your workout's done and you can move on with your day. Nutrition has, uh, you know, nutrition routine has been big for me in October. I got diagnosed with uh, pre-diabetes and, you know, my wife, I came home from work and my wife had gotten rid of all of my delicious sweets and unhealthy carbs. Um, and mm -hmm. I'd like to tell you that I took it like a grown up, but I threw a tantrum worthy of my nine year old. Um, and so it's really just that structure of, OK, I'm going to work out at this time. I've got to be at work at this time. Um, I've started now that I'm in the car most of the day. I've started doing audible. So I listen to audible books all day just to continue to grow my mind. I feel like, you know, you you're able to put out what you put in. Um, same with nutrition, same with your mind. And so everything is just very regimented for me. I spend, you know, about 15 minutes every morning just practicing a different step within Nextstar just to to grow and looking over the calls from the previous day to see, you know, what I could have done differently to, you know, close a call that didn't close. Or, you know, Steve tells us if, if a call doesn't close and you know early on that it's going to close, still go through the entire process because you're still going to learn and gain something from it. And so that's the biggest thing is just making sure that, you know, whether it's work or home or whatever, that I'm just following that process and following the steps to get things done. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. Um, and actually, a couple of things that I that I wrote down, I, I think two things I want to pull out of there. One is the uh, the workout regimen. Um, so with summer coming up, obviously, everybody's kind of kind of digging into, you know, uh, getting, getting, getting the body ready for, uh, for uh, beach season or pool, pool season. Um, one of the things that, that I'd like to share is just the, and maybe you can comment on this is, you know, you mentioned that the workout is very short, um, 30 minutes. Yep. Um, and so one of the things that I found in my own kind of workout and health journey, um, as I've kind of grown a little bit older and you kind of kids and, you know, other commitments take up time is it's very easy to say, well, I just don't have the time for that. What, what about that short piece? Uh, what about that? Do you think makes that effective? Um, the biggest thing for me is that I don't have to go anywhere to do it. Um, so I, I have no excuse. I just have to walk out to my loft and press play. Um, you know, before I had a, you know, I had a gym membership to the uh, Y that I was paying, you know, X number of dollars a month for. I didn't go one time um, because it was, oh, it's too far a drive. Or, you know, when I get there, I don't know what I'm going to do or just whatever excuse was the uh, excuse of the day. Um, for me, it's I have no excuse. Um, I literally have a calendar. It tells me which video to press play on. I do it for 30 minutes and the results come. Um, when I first started, I didn't want to do it. Um, you know, there's mornings that I still don't want to do it, but the, the, the rewards outweigh the, you know, as you said, the not wanting to get out of bed. For me, it's the, the no more migraines. It's the, you know, being able to see better. It's, you know, having the energy to just get up and do the job. It's, you know, it's more of a, this is going to happen as opposed to I want it to happen because I mean, I think you would agree, you know, in our health journeys, there's, there's days where we just don't want to do the workout. And like you said, the hardest part is getting that first glass of water in you and your feet hitting the floor. Um, and so it's just making that commitment. Um, I'm really big on accountability partners. Um, so having someone else that's going to hold you accountable to make sure that you worked out now, they can't come to your house and drag you out of bed, but if you know that they're doing it with you um, and they're going to ask you how your workout went, you know, at least for me, I don't want to say, oh, well, I didn't do it. 
Um, and so that's, that's the biggest thing as well as the accountability. Yeah, absolutely. This is like a, uh, just like a one-on-one on goal setting here. Uh, thank you for the, uh, for the knowledge here, Josh. I mean, just so many great things here. Um, one of the things that, that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tack on to that and you've mentioned it, um, is, is just consistency. Um, I found that short workout, like I'll, I, I'm a Peloton guy, um, but there again, very much so what you just said, it's in my basement. So, I mean, it doesn't take much to get out of bed and walk on down there. Um, and then the other thing is, is I ride for 20 minutes a morning, 20 minutes, but it's hard. I'm, I'm sweating when I mm -hmm. get done. But what I found is the power really comes in not, oh, I have an hour and a half to work out and I've got to go to the gym. The power is how many days in a row can I do it? Exactly. And so when you start stacking like that, are you, you know, they say it takes 28 days to create a habit. Well, I can tell you that uh, I've, the streaks that I've done, I've broken them too. You know, Saturday comes up, get lazy, whatever it may be. But, you know, trying to go every single day, you're not going to see physically. You won't see in that 28 days, you won't see much of a change. Um, but that's when you just keep going. But what carries you is that momentum because you don't necessarily want to work out. You just want to check the box on the calendar that says, hey, I kept yeah. my streak going, which is stupid no doubt it's a calendar it's 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 between you and, and a piece of paper but yep. at the end of the day if you can harness that momentum is what's going to carry you on to creating a new habit um it's not trying to carve out an hour and a half of your day to go work out because guess what you're not going to do it that's too yep. much it sounds silly but that's too much time 20 minutes like you said you can do it at home you can do whatever i mean even if it's start out with 50 push-ups a day can you do 50 push-ups a day for 28 straight days. If you can, you know, that, that one, you'll probably see a little bit more results, but um, I, I just think that's so powerful when it comes to creating a new habit. And the other thing that you said that I think just goes um, sometimes unnoticed is the power of practice. My God, you know, think back when you played sports, how many days did you practice versus how many days did you play? Mm -hmm. And we practice or should practice a hell of a lot more than we play. Um, but yet in life, when it comes to our career, um, you know, practice are overrated. Well, I don't need any practice. And you just mentioned that you're getting up in the morning and practicing steps of your process. Well, guess who I know is going to be really good when it comes time to game day, when you're sitting in front of a customer, you, because you practice. Um, so I just think that that's extremely, extremely powerful, um, as it relates to goal setting and, and really just, um, just life in general. I think that's, that's critical. Um, uh, so you Steve said, told, yep, Steve told me to, uh, sorry, uh, oh, Steve had me, uh, you know, just like I'd asked you um, before I'd finished atomic habits, I'd asked him to read and he said atomic habits in that book. If you haven't read atomic habits, my goodness, like there's not many books that I'm like all in on. I've got like my top three, but atomic habits from a goal setting standpoint helped me tremendously just being able to you know, kind of segment that down and know that, you know, if I'm only operating at 65% in, you know, category A, that I don't have to jump from 65 to 100% overnight. It's just incrementally getting, you know, even 1% better every other day or every week. Um, by the end of the year, what does that look like? And just kind of chunking it down. You know, Steve's been great about helping me with that and kind of, you know, making sure I stay in my lane to continue to grow. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's a, I think the biggest thing is it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, and I think people get so frustrated that it's not. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what, what, what do you have to be in a hurry about? Why are you in such a hurry? Uh, more than likely you're in a hurry because you haven't prepared any time before this. And so now you're like, eh, back's against the wall. I got to do something. Um, but uh, you know, I think just understanding that it's a process and it, it takes, there's going to be failure. There's going to be shortcomings, but there's also going to be, you know, steps forward. Um, and the more of those that we can take the, the better off. So you said you got your top three books. What are they? Uh, Relentless, yeah. Can't Hurt Me, and Atomic Habits. Yeah. Um, I've read all three, um, all very good. Um, uh, just, yeah, really good selections. I got a few more for you um, that I think uh, I'll, I'll shoot over to you on Audible. Um, but uh, I know you're in the car a lot. So, um, Josh, as we uh, as we finish up, uh, thanks again for for all the advice and uh, and kind of you kind of reliving your story and, and what's helped you. What, uh, what, if anything, would you leave the, uh, leave the listeners with uh, to kind of, uh, kind of chew on as it relates to their growth um, as, a, as a leader? Um, don't quit on yourself. That would be my, my, biggest, my biggest thing is if, if you're ever struggling, you know, if you're ever you know, in this mindset of I can't do this, you know, it's okay to take a step back and ask for help. Um, I feel like a lot of time, you know, as individuals or leaders or, you know, whatever it is that we're working on, I feel sometimes that we feel like asking for help, help is, you know, saying that we're weak. Um, and I have a mindset that is the exact opposite of that is, you know, if we ask for help, we're actually strong and courageous because it takes a lot to kind of step out of that comfort zone and say, you know what, I'm not 100% sure how to do this, or I'm not 100% sure what went wrong here. Um, and being able to admit those mistakes and grow from them and and learn and take you know those two steps back to take one step forward. Unbelievable. Uh, great stuff. Don't give up on yourself. I think that's wise advice for anybody because there's always going to be times when we feel a little bit down, feel a little bit off, not on our routine, whatever it may be. And it's very easy to you know, kind of sulk and feel sorry for ourselves and, and uh, that's going to get us nowhere. So, um, you know, standing up uh, and, and keeping, uh, keeping the fight uh, is where we're going to see that true growth. So as we wrap up uh, again, Josh, thank you for, uh, for joining us. Excited uh, about what you shared and, and hopefully help some people out there uh, as they battle, trying to set those goals, trying to set those habits that are going to set them on a path to where they want to go. So for another episode of Can't Stop the Growth, keep growing out there. As Josh said, help those because ultimately helping those in need is going to help grow you yourself. So again, Josh, thanks a lot. And until next time, we'll see you again.